I'm hot, Hello. boys. No, I'm kidding. Oh! But I could be. Is that comedy? Um... Yeah, you know what? Yes. After watching Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, just emotions not appropriate for a situation can be funny. And that's the thing about comedy, is that it can be anything you want it to be. It's Do like you first... even know what touche means? <laughs> no. Oh, touche. <laughs> Goddamn. They made a video. They've been doing a ton of collaborations and like doing, you know, guest spots on podcasts and everything, trying to promote their show. They made a video with uh, the Fairburn brothers. Fairburn. I don't know how to pronounce it. From Australia. They're like another YouTube comedy channel that I followed for a long time. So it was just weird to see my Australian worlds colliding. Like, lot. Yeah. It was very. Oh, wow. The when worlds collide, crazy. you'll laugh so hard you think you died. When worlds collide. What is happening? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the SpongeBob special. I consider myself a pretty big SpongeBob I fan. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's the uh it's like when like the the cavemen and the future people and then, like, at the end, there's, like, the robot and the caveman, like, in the band together. But that that part's, like, live action because it's in, uh, what's the pirate's Patchy. name? Patchy the yeah, pirate? Yeah, Patchy. It's in, like, Patchy's house. And they're in the band. Yeah. And the parrot's in the band. Uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, wait, wait. No, no. This is coming back to me. This is coming back to me. Yeah, deep cut. This wasn't seasons one through three, I'm guessing. This was uh, I don't, later. I don't know. I remember Patrick. It would have been like in the man. era of the lost episode. Like I kinda remember the lost episode. Was that the one where he tried to fly? Yes. Yeah. I kinda remember that. But that was definitely not. When worlds collide, SpongeBob. <laughs> what is that? That's, oh, was it a train? Uh that was a truck hauling gravel, I think, which seems like a weird thing to be on a highway. Hmm. Yeah. When Worlds Collide is a rap song performed by X29488 and KV in the episode Ugg. It is also featured on the Yellow album. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the Caveman episode, and then like at the end, there's some shit with going to the future. I can't remember. You see, I don't know the cave the Caveman episode. I know the one where Squidward does sit ups and goes future and like Classic, yeah. goes back to Caveman times, but that's a different thing. That definitely doesn't end with. When worlds collide, I forget. Actually, I don't know if I don't know if there is a future thing in the caveman episode. But like at the end of the caveman episode, it's patchy, and then like there's like a caveman and a robot. I don't remember why the <laughs> robot is there, but then like the robot and the caveman make like a hip hop song. Were they all played by Tom Kenny? Um. The caveman was played by the voice of Patrick. I oh, okay. His name. Okay. Bill Bill Fugger, 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 Fugger I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the French narrator introduces another SpongeBob SquarePants special, hosted from Encino, California, as it was 100 million years ago. From his cave house, Patchy the Pirate in a caveman costume is introducing. Is Patchy the Pirate like an ancient being? Like <laughs> Patchy the Pirate predates He's older than man. knowledge itself. Yeah. I 
Patchy the Pirate is basically uh, Pennywise the Clown. Did, oh, God. So did his love of SpongeBob grant him this power, or in all of his infinite wisdom did he just choose to become a SpongeBob stan? I think in all of his infinite wisdom he chose okay. to be an unbelievable super fan of SpongeBob SquarePants. I, to be fair, to be fair, he is pretty mixed on Camp Coral. Patchy the Pirate is mixed on Camp Coral, canonically? Uh, in, in the lore I'm coming up with right now, he is. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, for all I know, yeah, like, they did a thing where Patchy the Pirate made a dig at Camp Coral. Like, He's like, this isn't what the creator wanted. <laughs> P- yeah. Patchy, in, in the episode itself, like, he said before he died he never wanted us to do this shit. But here we are doing yeah. it. Well, they were recording it live. They were recording a live episode of SpongeBob, live Tom animating Penny it as Patchy the Pirate yeah. in character, but also going off script. And yeah, <laughs> I'm sick of this Camp Coral shit. I mean, I get yeah. it. You know, have you have to work, but fuck it, wouldn't work at all. Oh, that fucking clip that, that haunts my nightmares. <laughs> the clip of Tom Kenny swearing as SpongeBob. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. But again, another Encino, California. That's like me. Yeah. That's where I live, basically. Who would have known? I also live like a block away from the literal Nickelodeon office, so. Do they? (laughs) That's uh, actually more. (laughs) Do they they still got a lot of feet stuff up? I don't think they what? ever had feet stuff they up had a lot at the Nickelodeon of office. Stuff up for a while at the Nickelodeon yes. office. What? There Send me an article. I don't believe you. Of... Send me pictures of those feet. Yeah, <laughs> the p- pictures of feet. Where? Oh, there's so many websites. Where would you? <laughs> where would you find pictures of Nickelodeon? Yeah, fine. Feet? I'll, I'll find it for you. Okay, so pictures of feet in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'll just do that on my work computer real quick. Mm. Okay, would you, Ryan, would you accept an out-of-the-loop Reddit thread? I know that fucking, what's his nuts? Dan Schneider. A fucking foot fetish. Yeah, Dan Schneider had a foot thing. That doesn't mean that there were pictures of feet and, like, feet statues at the offices in Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's logo used to be the word Nickelodeon on a foot. Okay. <laughs> is it still that? That's that what I'm the only asking reason? you, Ryan. Is the Nickelodeon logo still afoot, Lucas? You know this. It's not. I know the logo on so TV. That would be the only anymore, reason. But do to they have... still have it up in the in the? I've never office? been. Well, like, no. You tried past so. it. I thought you would know if you remember a giant orange foot on your commute. There is no giant orange foot on the exterior Thank of the you. Nickelodeon office building. Thank you. They, there never was one, as far as I know, and I doubt that there really was in the first place. It's an office building. It's not like, there's not like slime buckets and like, like it's just, it's where adults between the ages of 30 and 60 go to, to produce profit for a multi-conglomerate. Like, it's okay. Not... According to Ryan, Nickelodeon never had foot stuff and also no brand synergy. Great. Nickelodeon had foot stuff on the air, but that does not translate to the office building where the white executives 
green light camp coral like that's not okay that's not where the foot stuff goes you you bringing race into this is a new dimension i was not prepared Um, for it's i'm just saying how i feel man (laughs) i ain't one of the cosbys i ain't go to heal man oh my god That was a reference I wasn't prepared for on this podcast. We're prepared for Nickelodeon feet and for fucking Kanye's slant rhymes. Uh, surprisingly, I was ready for the Nickelodeon feet stuff. Yeah, yeah. My whole life has been uh, preparing myself for that. This was fine. When until worlds you brought, collide. This was fine until you brought Yeezy into it. Yeah, the man who got forty thousand votes for president. Jesus. Thankfully not in Georgia. Well, maybe thankfully in Georgia, though. I don't think Kanye voters would have voted for Trump. <laughs> Joe Jorgensen, well, absolutely. Like, she she literally stole all of her votes from Trump. But fucking Kanye. Mm-hmm. Kanye wasn't bringing any conservatives over to the Kanye side. Kanye was bringing more left-leaning people away from the white joe biden side kanye was bringing uh idiots who aren't involved in the political process kanye was not actually bringing any votes over kanye kanye was a like you know that whole scheme that's what that was trying to be but yeah what it was making people meme what's his next thing gonna be just gonna drop an album and it's gonna be fucking great okay <laughs> he's an unbelievably talented musician <laughs> it's ba- he's basically like dan Harmon times a hundred million uh, <laughs> but for except music. except very very different not like fucking asshole and a lot of people don't like him but all of his criticizers will admit that like he's a fucking genius. <laughs> like that that's a bit that happens a lot on Harmon Town where Dan Harmon reads negative comments about himself <laughs> and they always say like, Yeah, I mean I know the dude's a genius, but and he always goes, Thank you. Like Yeah, I know the dude's a genius. Thank you. And then he like, keeps reading the the dig. I mean, I haven't heard Kanye drop Snake Finn, so Snake fins a fucking bop. Yeah. When worlds collide. This is episode 174 of the Quarantine Cast, by the way, recorded on November 20th, 2020. Yeah. That feels but important. Hey, when, when Dan Harmon comes out with Scoopy Whoopty Poop, <laughs> then you come find me. <laughs> when Dan Harmon comes up with uh, uh, I Love It and dances around in a Minecraft suit. <laughs> yeah. With Lil, Lil Pump. Pump. <laughs> uh, a vowed Trump supporter, Lil Pump. Yeah, well, how do you think he got uh, radicalized? <laughs> hanging out with Kanye. Yeah. I'm from the future and I'm from the past, but that don't mean this friendship wasn't built to last. He was made in a lab, and I was born in a cave. So let me hear you holler in this inter-era rave. (laughs) When worlds collide. (laughs) The lyricism. (laughs) Poetry in motion. Who composed this? Like a middle-aged Eminem. (laughs) 
I mean, if it's on, they the, don't say. If it's on the it. yellow album, there, there's gonna be a credit, right? Maybe. Also, I forgot For the, that really? the fucking SpongeBob album was a Beatles reference. Yeah. What do, what do you got on the Yellow Album? SpongeBob SquarePants theme song, Sweet Victory, of course, which is not their song. Like that's a real song, so I'm yeah. curious how that works. Huh. Well, they pay the, the license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, they definitely made it famous. All right. Uh, ripped Pants, classic. I can I can sing that song right now. I guarantee. You. If I had to, I could sing the entire. <laughs> Gun to my head. We believe we you. Don't, you don't. You don't have yeah, to. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not. This was not leading into anything. I am just stating a fact. <laughs> That I'm pretty sure I could sing the entirety of Ripped Pants in the year 2020, having not watched the episode for the last 15 years. You got that flex at any time. Yep. Back pocket. Do it as the outro. <laughs> uh, doing the sponge. I don't know if I know that one. That's He's flying. Familiar. Gary, come home. I know. Oh, okay. That was that was one of the few after first three seasons songs that i read or uh knew because i think they promoted the fuck out of it oh yeah they were like gary's lost and i was like watching iCarly or some shit drake and josh and was like oh shit gary no and actually <laughs> tuned in for once uh sweater song i can definitely do all the sweater song <laughs> <laughs> hey all you people oh dude that's a fucking jam who sings hey all you people that dude was i remember he was pretty talented he had a good voice um doug lawrence is that mr lawrence it's mr lawrence plankton huh oh. plankton say hey all you people the guy who ate the the jellyfish crabby patty like the jelly crabby patty <laughs> also i didn't know mr lawrence's real name was doug lawrence I kind of thought it would be, uh, you know, a little bit different. Also, it looks like his last name is Osowski, so maybe a different, difficult to pronounce name. I don't know. Mm. Bubble Beatbox, Underwater Sun, Bossy Boots Song, When Worlds Collide, <laughs> <laughs> Jellyfish Jam. Isn't that just Jock Jams? But I yes, that one. Campfire Song Song. I know I can do that mm. one from heart. Hey, mean Mr. Boss Man, I don't know. Stadium Rave, I don't know. All You Need Is Friends, I don't know. Nick's B, Danube, I don't know. That's What Friends Do, I don't know. You're old. You're old, I know. Yeah, That's the, the Mr. Krabs when he wakes up and looks in the mirror. Jesus. <laughs> Who sings that? Uh, uh, Martin Olson? I don't know. Just a guy. He plays. The, oh, he plays the chief. He's the guy who says, make out Reef. And then oh. he starts like pretending to make out with himself. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell Too many SpongeBob references. Too many. I love it. There's never too many. I've never. I saw this dude's face and I was like, Jesus Christ, he looks familiar. And then it said the chief. And I was like, that's the, the real life dude that comes on in the Mermaid Man episodes. And one time pretended to make out for himself with himself. Wait. So he sings, you're old. Electric Zoo, Jingle Bells, BC Strut, and then Squidward's Clarinet and Cha-Ching. I know Cha-Ching. Mr. Krabs sings that one. That's right. And he's super, like, greedy. Yeah. Wait, do they not have the fun song on there? They don't. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty sad. Do they have the fake robot song that Mr. Krabs sings when they think he's a robot? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I definitely know the fake robot song. No, oh, it's the one that goes bee boo boo bop, boop boo boo beep, bee boo bop, boo boo beep. <laughs> no, I think the one you're talking about is the one that goes boop beep bop boop beep 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 boop. <laughs> the, the coincidences in that episode are actually like pretty fucking tight. Like, it's, it's pretty actually tight. No, writing. it's it's a, it's a very good, it's a, very good episode. It's a good yeah. twelve minute episode of TV. The way that Squidward gets convinced is fucking it's out of character for him, but in the best possible way. Like the, it's it's he's all of these things, all these coincidences are happening to convert someone who is such a skeptic and such a non-believer into a hardcore believer. Oh my god, so we gotta call the Navy. <laughs> Hello, you have reached the automated voice line for the Navy. They got the Navy! Almost got the Navy! Not the Navy! Yeah, yeah. It's Squidward turning to it. He's looking away. He turns to face the camera. Not the Navy! <laughs> <laughs> and he's just such a fuddy-duddy who never believes in anything to have him just wholeheartedly believe <laughs> that robots are taking over and they've already replaced his boss. Attention customers, robots have taken over the world! <laughs> Our world! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Our world! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the whole idea that they're aware that they are just under the sea <laughs> they don't give a shit about what's happening elsewhere right God our world <laughs> this yeah. world our, our world. world what is that even from i've lost i've lost the bit you you told me it's from uh, uh westworld it's Dolores. it is yeah dolores says it yep I don't I've remember the, the context. The line. I've said it so yeah. often. I think it's one of her, like, uh, isn't it just full of splendor? Like one of those weird monologues that she used to do before before she got woke. So, like, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so from what I gather from what I've seen online in people's conversation, Andrew, they did retain Dolores' uh, actress, right? Whose name escapes me. Um, oh, God. What is her actress's Evan name? Rachel Wood. Evan yes. Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. Yes, yes. I saw She's her a- at the Emmys, and she was drunk. Fuck Hell yeah. yeah, good for you. Like she was. Well, she was really, I think, torn up about not winning. Oh. Mm. It was. It was the year that it was the first year Westworld was eligible, and they got swept. And yeah, I saw the entire cast, and most of them were like dealing with it decently well. Evan Rachel Wood was like trash, and she was damn. having a rough time. You could like she was. Doing that thing that like a lot of people like you know they kind of compensate like for like oh yeah everything's great like you can tell oh, they're yeah. going a little too hard because mm. they're dealing with some internal pain. Then there's clearly that yeah <laughs> she was I, being way too bouncy and like Tandy Newton was like trying to be like hey like calm down like there's people <laughs> staring at you right there, now there's people they're looking stop yeah, there's there's a weird uh, white kid who looks like he's from Wisconsin <laughs> just. Uh, feeling very strange about this. We have at least right three here. more seasons. You'll be fine. Evan, Rachel, you want to know what make you feel better? I got something for you. Why don't we just go beat up a nice, young, white Wisconsinite <laughs> kid? But where will we find one? Yeah. I volunteer as tribute. I, you know what? Sure. Yeah, Evan, Rachel, you down. can beat me up. Beat me, beat me up, you, or whatever the John Oliver bit is with Adam Driver. <laughs> But with Evan Rachel Wood. 
Anyway, to answer your question, Lucas, yes, she's in all three seasons. <laughs> okay, I know there was a body swapping thing happening, or a consciousness swapping thing, I should say. So there, I there, okay. there's, yeah, there, there's some shit. Uh, she is still in the season, though, uh, as right. herself. All right, cool. Even if she wasn't as herself, as long as the actress is the actress, does it matter? No, not really. I just mean that, like... I mean, because, like, you know, we there's some body swapping shit going on. Like, we could say... Yeah, it's uh, Evan Rachel Wood as Teddy, <laughs> you know, some shit like that. Well, because, I mean, for a little bit, um, there were, uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? Because uh, there was another actress that was playing Dolores's character because of the body swapping shit. She did a really good job. Oh. Um, I mean, Charlotte Tessa Hale, Thompson. right? Tessa History. Thompson. Yeah, Tessa Thompson, is yeah, Tessa Thompson at one point was playing Dolores, but, you know, as Tessa Thompson. Okay, cool. Tessa Thompson's body, Charlotte Hale's body in the show. Yeah. With Dolores' consciousness. Yes. Right. Just so we're all clear. I do- and then they became marbles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, their, bra- dude, the their brains are got pretty weird yeah their their brains are like uh you know big they're like marbles yeah they're they're marbles <laughs> they're not they're not computer chips they're they're literal marbles i think they yeah. i think they, they i think they call decision. them pearls is like how they refer to them as but it reminds me of there's a there's a thing in the good place where in the afterlife uh with janets which are like the assistants that can like give like they can manifest anything all that shit mm-hmm. um if you take a paper clip and like stick it into the reset thing behind their ear, it turns them into a marble, and then like they can be unmarbleized and stuff. But they are a marble, like <laughs> so. That's that's what I could not stop thinking about when they were like when uh, Charlotte Hale Dolores had a bag full of marbles. I was just like, oh, they're yeah. all Janets. <laughs> also, like I know that you guys probably won't watch it. I I I don't want to get into spoilers, it. but also I don't want to spend the entire. <laughs> rest of this podcast like detailing the plot i i they they get into those marbles a lot in season three. Oh like, god you like, don't end the season with a bag full of marbles and then just no i mean like when it. when the season starts though all those marbles are put into bodies it's not like a, oh and like the bag that bag of marbles keeps popping up no it's just that all of the hosts and the fact that their brains are marbles are like featured heavily not as like a super like big plot device. It's just like for some reason they keep popping up. It's like a Dude. thing where it's like, oh man, they're dead. I guess I better chop their skull open and take their fucking marble. Yeah, which means they're not dead. Basically. Yeah, no, it's a thing that keeps happening. <laughs> I love, I love how you opened that with, you guys aren't gonna watch it, but not to spoil anything. Yeah. <laughs> you're still holding out hope bud i, I commend I would, you for I, that 99 percent sure you guys won't watch it but i would still be very happy if you did what is more likely uh me watching westworld season three or you moving out to los angeles i knew, oh, I knew exactly ultimatum. <laughs> i had a dream about that last night i had a dream last night that my company's like hey andrew uh we're giving you a promotion i'm like yay and they're like and a different job i'm like that's awesome like but on one condition you have to move out rent free to los angeles i'm like that's awesome (laughs) no you can't be say that's awesome you got to be kind of like a little disappointed about it so then maybe they sweeten Uh, the pot a little bit rent free Uh, i don't know i was was really hoping that like you would just give me a house 
They're like, oh, you wouldn't say anything. You're just like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't. I gotta uproot everything, man. And I... the next thing you know, all right, 150k, <laughs> cranking that shit. All right, I think it's time for a clap sync, and then the wacky post roll. This is a weird one. This is a good one. This is a weird one. three very distinct claps yeah do we want to do that again no i don't know what's what's that gonna do i think it was fine cool i'll be fine if there wasn't a delay i would say that we should all sing ripped pants with with you guys as the the background i don't but the delay is really gonna fuck with that ryan I, i i'm not i'm not as good as you i don't have ripped pants in my pocket what you can't just pull out ripped pants at any minute? I, no. No. Uh, it's Peter Strauss is the one that performs that one because there's the moment. Like, it starts with Tom Kenny singing, you know, like kind of an acoustic. And then, like, halfway through the song, you know, when it kind of kicks up in production value, his voice is replaced with, like, a professional singer. They do that a lot in the show, you know. I think, like, another one's where Sandy wants to go back to texas oh and like all of a sudden they replace her voice with like a real country singer yes. and they, they do that a decent amount but yeah peter strauss he was the songwriter for seasons one through four he wrote huh. ripped pants and was also the performer doing the sponge which is from the chaperone which i still don't know that's what friends do from wormy i know that one <laughs> that's what friends do yeah that's what friends do and then he turns into a butterfly. Uh, underwater sun from Party Pooper Pants. So long, Bikini Bottom, Chimps Ahoy, Down the Well, Wishing You Well. Huh. What? So I am now realizing that the SpongeBob SquarePants movie actually came out the year before the Yellow Album came out. So now I'm curious if there were legal issues for them not putting any any of the songs from the movie on that album. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, they probably, if, if I'm a betting man, which you both know that I am. You asked us stock questions, yes. Yes. Um, I I bet that they had already released like a soundtrack for the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and did not want to double dip. That's fair. Yeah. I can see that. That makes sense. <clears throat> That's all we got for this one. That's all we got. Should I play us off? I. Uh, <laughs> we can't stop you. Patreon. Yes, you can. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Act blue link in the description down below. Voluntary viewing coming this weekend. Bye. When I ripped my pants, I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it. All sky high. 
And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All because I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came round just to put him down. SpongeBob turned into a clown. And no girl ever wants to dance with the fool who went and ripped his pants. I know I shouldn't mope around, I shouldn't curse, but the pain feels so much worse. Cause winding up with no one is a lot less fun than a burn from the sun or sand in your buns. Now I've learned a lesson I won't soon forget. So listen and you won't regret Be true to yourself, don't miss your chance And you won't end up like the fool Who ripped his pants Yeah Also, was there a love interest between Spongebob and Sandy at that point? They alluded to it <laughs> Yeah <laughs> They, they kind of like Like Pushed the gas on that and then, like, hit the brakes and, like, threw it in reverse a couple of times. I was very, like, are they just friends? Yeah, I didn't realize that. I, once again, had all those lyrics in my head for all these years, but never realized the lyric, now she won't even spare a passing glance. Like, literally saying, now Sandy isn't interested in me. Yeah, I mean, like, it was definitely implied in those early seasons that Spongebob did all that, you know, shit, like, was very, very obsessed with hanging out with Sandy and like you know getting her attention and doing all that shit because he was kind of interested and then that just like completely went away which is fine. i never got that vibe as a kid oh. like that they were they were going for it and i, I mean now I he's canonically asexual so huh? yeah hmm. okay i did find an instrumental of that song so there's a chance i'll be able to add that as a backing track oh good luck you're gonna <laughs> have to you're gonna have to take some uh some steps to correct all the issues with my version, my rendition. Nailed it. At Never. the very least, you need to add the rip sound effect on the <laughs> and there's some breaks where I paused for a rip, but there is no rip, so yeah. Alright, let's let's stop before we find even more work for me to do. Have a great yeah, weekend, everybody. Bye. Adios.